Success Insight shares the stories of the people with passion and drive who make things happen in the world. Here's your host, Howard Fox. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Success Insight podcast. Today's episode of Success Insight is another addition to our Outdoor Adventure Series. The Outdoor Adventure Series celebrates individuals and families, businesses, and organizations that seek out and promote the exploration of the great outdoors. Our guest today is Barbara Ann Mojica and her husband, Victor Mojica. Now, Barbara Ann is the creator and author of the award-winning Little Miss History book series. Little Miss History is a whimsical character Barbara uses to narrate her book series. And within the series, Barbara hopes to educate, entertain, and inspire children to learn about historical people and places. And the design and illustrations for the book series were produced by the very talented Victor Mojica. Barbara Ann and Victor joined us in 2020 when we first were introduced to Little Miss History and again in March for the launch of our Outdoor Adventure Series when we chatted about Little Miss History travels to Sequoia National Park, which is now on my bucket list because it's only about three three miles, three hours, four hours away. I have to drive through Death Valley to get there, by the way, or go a long way around. Victor and Barbara Ann join us again in May to chat about Little Miss History Travels to Mount Rushmore. And so in today's episode, we're going to chat about another book for the Outdoor Adventure Series, Little Miss History Travels to Tombstone, Arizona. Barbara Ann and Victor, welcome back to Success Insight and the Outdoor Adventure Series. Great to be back with you again. Thanks for having us, Howard. Fantastic. I, you know, I, I've said this once before. I feel like we are family now since we are just, you know, every couple of months we get on, we talk, we see what's up. And I, I actually really want to thank you. I'm very grateful that, uh, for one, Little Miss History and that your openness to join us not only on the, the first podcast, but the subsequent episodes where we can explore the great outdoors. And your books are a perfect example of getting out and exploring. And I'm very grateful that the two of you are willing to, to get up early. It's, uh, well, it's, it's early for me, 9 a.m. In, in Las Vegas. It's a, it's late morning back out east, but thank you so much. So let's talk a little bit about Little Miss History Travels to Tombstone, Arizona. I was looking on the map. That's not an easy place to get to. No, a bit <laughs> out of the way. Yeah, it's just, it's a little, a bit little. Way. How did Little Miss History and Travels to Tombstone, Arizona, how did that come about? Well, we had taken a trip to visit family, uh, went to visit my brother, his wife and family California. out in California. And uh, my brother also loves history. <laughs> So we decided to take a trip to Tombstone, and he hadn't been to that part of Arizona. So we all got in the car together and took a trip. So uh, it it was quite a trip. It took, we well we did it. Uh, I don't remember how long it took. It took about more than six hours, and that plus stopping. So it was a whole day's uh, journey. And then we we stayed overnight outside of Tombstone. And uh, the next day we ventured into Tombstone and we could have spent um, even more time. I mean, there yeah. is really a lot 
to see. It looks like this tiny little place, but there is so much there to we didn't realize we could actually go into the old silver barns really? there we missed that but that that is yeah something that we can talk about that you uh, people can explore you can see it so many different ways um the obvious way is to just walk uh, down the restored main street east allen street it has been restored to look pretty much like it was and they have actors who um represent Wyatt characters Earp. that would have been there. They have a Wyatt Earp and Doc Holliday and, and the other Earp brothers, Virgil and Morgan, walk up and down the streets. Yeah, that <laughs> would be fun. And in the book. Really? It's, be, that would be fun. I would want to get dressed up and have my uh, Winchester, or actually my Colt 45. Winchester was the rifle. But, uh, but I would love to have had that uh, Code 45. Then there are uh, actors who recreate um, life in the saloons. So you can go into uh, a saloon and sit there and, and watch a recreation of actors walking in, conversing with each other, uh, a shootout, of course, uh, playing cards, uh, drinking whiskey. You know, the, the whole it's about a 20 minute skit, but it gives you a, a very good flavor uh, of what it would have uh, been like. Very cool. Now. I love, you know, in the book, uh, are the Little Miss History, who's this very iconic little character. Uh, and and you also intersperse her in the foreground and in the background are the real pictures of, you know, Tombstone or as it was. And when you went out to visit your brother and you made this trek, and again, I'm thinking this is not an easy place to get to. I think I would have to go visit my friends in Tucson, because that's, I think, maybe one of the closest big cities, so to speak, going towards Tombstone, but go visit them and say, okay, I'm going to go for, be away for a couple of days and just drive down. How had you thought about Tombstone as a, um, as the backdrop for the Little Miss History series or had you just decided let's go visit it and it's like you had this aha moment let's do little miss history travels to tombstone arizona no it was intentional we always show uh in each book what little miss history's next stop is going to be ah okay so we announced that that she was going to tombstone oh very good and then when we went to california we we uh we did it yeah, my brother's always thinking, we're thinking of ideas, he's thinking of ideas. So we're yeah, like, how out. about, we'll go here this time, you know? So we always hit one or more spots that it will become books in, in, in the future. We've gone to Death Valley together. We've gone, and my newest book, which is just, uh, it's just available online today, The Battleship Iowa. Uh, we went there together. That's in, outside of LA and San Pedro Harbor. So yeah, we always plan something when we're out there. So I always do something on the West Coast when we're out there. Well, I'll tell you what, next time you're out on the West Coast for another book, you're, and I'm, I'm going to be showing up. I'm going to be your, uh, <laughs> I, I'm going to hold the, ca I'm gonna hold the camera back. Howard Fox. <laughs> <laughs> you, you could probably do uh, early Las Vegas, you know, because, uh, 
you know, go down. You said Fremont Street earlier, right. and uh, that's that's like my uh, backyard. Mm-hmm. But uh, not that I go out and visit there a lot. It's uh, uh, I would rather go out to the desert. Now, when uh, when you wrote the book, again, you've got the history, and, and frankly, that was all I knew about Tombstone was you know the shootout at OK Corral, the, okay the, the Corral, which stock it holiday. didn't really happen there, yeah. but. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so did we. That's why we missed going to the silver mines because we didn't know that part of the history. So, did the was I would imagine then Tombstone came about because of the silver mines. I would imagine exactly right. right. There was uh, there were prospectors, you know, uh, drifters. Uh, Ed Shiflin was an army scout and he. Dreamed of, of course, becoming rich, finding silver. So he prospected on the Native American lands. And uh, his friends joked around with him that the only thing he was going to find was his own tombstone. Uh, And that's what he decided to name the mine when he did strike about a 50-foot vein of silver. He named his first mine Tombstone. That didn't last very long. It it dried up, you know, a couple of months after he found it. He found another mine and he called that one the Lucky Cuss Mine because that proved to be a lot more lucrative. But Shifflin was kind of he was a drifter. He was he was a real he was a prospector. He wasn't a businessman. So even though he found silver, he really even he spent time in tombstone he set up the opera house uh and uh it was called ed shifflin's opera hall uh and he was influential in some of the early businesses but he didn't spend a lot of time there he liked to roam and drift there were other people that did a lot of prospecting that were more closely tied to the town john slaughter uh, he was an early sheriff. He, he was elected sheriff of the county, Tombstone's in Cochise County. And he was sheriff of the county. Uh, and he was also an army scout at, at one point in his life. He spent a lot of, of time there. Uh, a lot of people that settled in Tombstone were from the old South. A lot of them were uh, from Texas. It, it was a real mix. Of, there were people from the east there were people from the south they were people that were drifting in from other parts of the west and then you had the immigrants so a lot of the chinese immigrants who uh, some of which had built the railroad and worked on the railroad in the 60s stayed out in the area and uh, you had a lot of chinese immigrants and plus the most famous of those is china mary who her real name was sing choi But China Mary was a real force in the history of Tombstone. She uh, owned the general store. She had several gambling saloons. She had a prostitution ring. uh, And she was involved in the opium trade. Quite the entrepreneur. (laughs) (laughs) But she was also a uh, humanitarian. She would help um, the immigrants yeah. uh, and the poor. She would find work for them. 
re- very beloved. Uh, and she's buried, of course, in Boot Hill Cemetery wow. with a lot of the other more notorious uh, members of the community. Sure. Yeah, we close out. I think we close out the book with her gravesite. Okay. Well, I, I know I definitely am going to want to make a trip down the tombstone. So tell us about Little Miss history. She's getting she gets the tombstone, and what is she visiting? Well, uh, we go down the main street, which I mentioned East Allen Street. So that's been restored with shops and eateries. Like a, a good, a fun place to visit is Big Nose Kate Saloon, where you can get a flavor of what it would have been like. To go into the saloon, uh, they, they're dressed in the costumes of the era, and yeah, they have a gun gunfight. They the have they have um, little shows. You can go to the Historama, which is uh, next to the OK Corral, and there you find a uh, movie narrated by Vincent Price. <laughs> Uh, and he goes through the history of Tombstone, uh, a bit of, you know, the gun battle, the the fights in the streets, the gambling halls, the, a, a bit of the everyday life. And then they... in Gallows. <laughs> they also have um, exhibits of, you know, the wanted photos, posters, the memorabilia. Uh, of course, there's a museum shop. Uh, there, uh, there are other eateries. There's the, the there are a couple of uh, saloons uh, along uh, East Allen Street. You can see the Earth Brothers walking up and down the street. If you go to the OK Corral, they do a recreation of the gunfight, which is a lot of fun, especially for kids. They love that. Uh, so you see uh, where it really took place. So it didn't really take place in the old K Corral. It really took place in an empty lot on Freeman uh-huh. Street. And uh, they have an exhibit there which shows you some of the old uh, mining uh, equipment, the, the horse and buggies that they used. Uh, or you could take the... A, a real stagecoach ride. Yeah, through the town, you cool. can take the stagecoach cool. ride. That's also available. Bumpy ride. Whoa. Right. No springs. <laughs> but the museum is also great. So you could spend a couple of hours um, in the courthouse, which that's what actually saved Tombstone because Tombstone went from being like a blip on the map, not even a blip on the map, uh, in, in seven years, their population went from like 14 to like 1400. During that period, it, it was a boom town. They, they had everything, bowling alleys and ice cream parlor, churches, schools, banks, and of course the newspaper. Uh, the newspaper is still there. The newspaper is still publishing. And that Another fascinating place to visit because you can uh, see the um, original hand press, the linotype, the tintypes, all of that equipment is still there. Um, if you visit there, you can get a printout of the actual newspaper article that was written the day after the gunfight at the OK Corral. That the, the paper was founded in 1880. So. Oh, wow. Shortly before the gunfight, 
You can subscribe to it. It's still publishing and they will send you, uh, you know, historical record pieces and, and so on. That that's So that's one thing that's fascinating. Uh, so I, there are so many things to see. You go into the courthouse, you can see outside the courthouse is a reconstruction of the gallows where a lot of these outlaws were hung. Inside, they have a room set up like one of the gaming halls. They have uh, exhibits of the mining equipment, the the trolleys, the presses, the the little candles that they actually used to go into the mines holding a little candle holder with the tiny little candle, you know, no electronics, no flashlights, uh, and um, the presses, the trolleys. It, it's just uh, amazing. You could see um, a sheriff's office. You can see the courtroom and the courthouse, uh, Wyatt Earp's razor, the wanted posters, um, some drawings of life as it was at, at, at that point in Tombstone, uh, pictures of the cattle ranchers, uh, the cattle, the, you know, the, the farming equipment. Uh, There's just like so much to see there and that's what actually saved tombstone after it after the silver ran out uh and all of the fires which there were three um major fires first one was started when somebody threw a cigar into a whiskey barrel and uh that burned down 66 buildings. Oh, wow. The year after that, in 1882, there was a fire in the Chinese laundry, and that burned down about half the town. Uh, and then after that, there was a big fire in the mid 80s. I, was, I think it was 1886. There was a fire in, uh, in one of the uh, pumping stations, and that wiped out more, you know, a significant part of the town. So uh, after, by the turn of the century, uh, it was very small, you know, almost non-existent. And there are still people, of course, who live in Tombstone today, not a large population. They're, they live around the town. Um, and um, y- there are places to, you can actually, if you wanted to stay in Tombstone, which we didn't realize until we got there, there are a lot of small little motels and boarding houses, so you can actually stay overnight in Tombstone if you yeah, wanted to. Yeah, I would like to. doing that. Um, that would be nice. No, I would do that. You know, yeah. have a little room over up over the bar. Yeah. <laughs> There's a place called the um, Rose uh, the Rose Tree Inn, which is right, it, it's behind the main drag, uh, like on, uh, I think it's on Fifth Street. And that the people who own that now have been in the area uh, for decades. Um, it was uh, a woman and her uh, husband, uh, Ethel Robinson, and her husband, James Macier, I think his name was. They had a boarding house, the arcade boarding house. And in the, in the mid-60s, their children... Uh, who still live in the area, children and grandchildren, decided that they were going to reopen it. So uh, it's called the Rose Tree Inn now because the world's largest, supposedly the world's largest rose tree is planted in the backyard. Oh, wow. Rose tree. And uh, they maintain it 
kind of as a museum too. So they have historical photographs and memoirs there. That that would be an interesting place to stay. And something else opened after we visited. This is really this is new. Um, there's a museum there um, for Audie Murphy, the famous right. World War II actor and war hero. Sure. And the, the owner of that museum, uh, William they, they Gray, just opened up, right? it just opened up. He, supposedly, he had a dream in 2020. His mother came to him in a dream and told him to open up this museum for Audie Murphy. So um, he had connections with the Audie Murphy family, and they um, kept all of his memorabilia. They have his guns, his uniforms, his, a lot of his memoirs, photos. Awards. Uh, and they donated it to him. So this museum now, he, I believe he lives there, and he runs the museum downstairs, has all kinds of um, coins, uniforms, memorabilia, autographs. So someone who is a military history buff sure. uh, would definitely uh, find that, you know, interesting stuff. You know, it it really just sounds like such a fascinating place. And it, it I'll tell you, it's definitely next to Sequoia uh, National Park is on my list. I mean, just the... You know, go down there for a couple of days, explore. I mean, uh, it's just me, but I can imagine if you have a family, young kids. I mean, there's just a lot to do and see there. So, you know, White Earp actually lived there when he was yeah. a marshal, and they have his house where you could visit his house. Yeah, that's on the outskirts of the town too. And of course, you have to go to Booth Hill Cemetery to see the famous Booth Hill Cemetery. They died with their uh, boots on. <laughs> Okay, so that's where Boot Hill that's Cemetery is. It's called Boot Hill Cemetery, right? Yeah. Oh, all right. You know, it's funny when I got to uh, Nevada last year, Labor Day weekend, I drove up to Capitol Reef National Park, and on the way was the childhood home of Butch Cassidy. And so I thought, well, that's kind of cool, you know, Butch Cassidy, Sundance, yeah. kid fame, and uh, but I can imagine going to, to Tombstone. I mean, I, I love old cemeteries. So there's just something about them. And But going to the Boot Hill Cemetery and seeing, uh, you know, the home of White Earp. I mean, that's just, I mean, that's what we grew up with. I mean, those yeah. Westerns and those kinds of stories. And well, I would have to say, it sounds like uh, Little Miss History had a lot of fun there. Oh, she oh, sure yeah. did. <laughs> you know, an interesting thing that we learned when we went down there, White Earp lived to a ripe old age. Yeah. And he was a consultant in the early uh, cowboy movies. And John Wayne knew him personally. Oh, wow. And tried to imitate how um, White Earp behaved, you know, and, and how he carried himself. And uh, John Wayne in his early movies tried to replicate that. And they used to talk on the set. You know, he used to talk with White Earp on the set. And White Earp would be sitting in one of those director's chairs while they were shooting the movies. That would be a picture I would love to see. Yeah. I'm sure there's a photograph somewhere of that. But uh, I, and I can imagine, I mean, there was, um, I don't know if you remember the, it was a, uh, 
it wasn't mainstream TV. It was on one of the the cable networks, but it was a, a television show called Justified. I remember that. And uh, Timothy Oliphant was the a sheriff, uh, you know, federal marshal. And it took place in, you know, Harlan, Kentucky. And, but, you know, he has, you know, if you've ever seen Timothy Oliphant, he has a swagger about him. And, you know, he's very capable with his sidearm as well. And there's, a, there's always seen, you know, he's always yeah. killing somebody. But uh, the very, one of the last scenes in, in the series was a shootout with a bad guy who fancied himself, uh, you know, the modern day outlaw and, you know, with a six, six shooter. But uh, yeah, I can imagine, you know, somebody like John Wayne, who, you know, we, this big iconic character and his walk and how he holds his gun well, on his head and the holster. <laughs> that, now that, I'm going to have to do some Google searching on that one. I'll bet you, there's got to be a photograph out there somewhere. So. Yeah, them together, yeah. So I, I really appreciate you you both coming on, chatting about Little Miss history again. Um, again, Tombstone just sounds like such an amazing place. So I'm going to have to let my uh, friends know. I'm, I'm going to be coming down to visit and just, you know, go on for another uh, day day or two excursion down to visit tombstone and and you know especially in you know maybe in the in the heat of the summer probably not the best place because it's probably no. pretty darn hot down there we went yeah. uh at the end of hot. november it was hot and it was it was still fairly warm yeah. you know very good. Very good. So now, uh, Barbara, you said uh, your next Little Miss History book uh, in the series is coming out. Little Miss History visits the the Iowa. It's available now. Available now. Fantastic. Congratulations. And I, I would imagine uh, there's a couple more Little Miss History books in you because I know Victor likes to drop those nice pictures. And uh, <laughs> so what, oh, what, yeah. what's, on, what's, in, what's in store for us? If, if it's something you'd like to share. She's going to Monticello. Monticello. Home of uh, Thomas Jefferson. Okay. That's going to be a trip, though. I knew that, Victor. I knew that. I know my history. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be a trip. Okay. Sounds like a fascinating one. Now, do you fly or do you drive when you go to some of these uh, uh, places? Uh, mostly drive. Okay. Or Well, the yeah. ones in California. If, the no ones place. on the West Coast, we fly to California and then drive from there. But okay. um, usually on the East Coast ones, um, we drive. Like we did Independence Hall, we drove there. Um, and everything on the East Coast, we, we drive to. Okay. It's a, it's so much more accessible and, you know, consolidated travel-wise. I mean, it's a, not a bad um, We're drive. thinking of doing um, Fort Sumter. Uh, the Civil War started. Oh yeah, that's where it started. Thinking of going down there. Okay. Also, very good, very good. Well, um, assuming I am still out west, because you never know. Uh, when you get out west, do let me know, and uh, love to uh, cross paths with you. And just again, this is just a, that'd be great. Yeah, and it's just a wonderful way to learn more about the history out here, and you know, having the consummate historian and graphic artist and uh lots of fun i mean it's uh I, i'm it's funny because when i went to joshua tree uh, a couple of weeks ago there are sections of the old route 66 mm -hmm. 
And it's always been kind of a fantasy or, you know, I don't know, bucket list, whatever, driving from Chicago, because that's where Route 66 started. And, you know, drive and I have to listen to Nat King Cole all the way. But you can drive from there to California. Uh, that's how I got there. Yeah. Oh, you can. I didn't know. On yeah. Route 66, huh? Well, you can for a good portion of it. I mean, there's some parts that are no longer exist. So you have right. some uh, detours, but the um, it's interesting because there's a the Mojave Desert Association, but they're always bringing up these these maps of these old you know, mining towns, lots of, as you talk about the mine, the silver mine and in Tombstone, all these old towns that just sprung up, got busy. And then all of a sudden, you know, the, 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 the ore dried up, the minerals dried up and the town just did a rapid, uh, rapid decline. But a lot of them are on the old route 66. And so you can drive through, uh, I would have, uh, uh, make sure I had extra, uh, tires on my you know in the <laughs> car i want lots of water some food but yeah you can and uh there's there's some old places that are still there there's a hotel motel right on route 66 that's still open unfortunately the cafe was closed but you know what are you gonna do but uh yeah that's what i love about the you know the country there's just so much to see and learn and you know there's some fascinating places and it's nice like with your you know, your love of, of history and writing and Little Miss history, you know, bringing these places that we read about in school, bringing them to life. And so just a, a wonderful series and uh, really very grateful that we have crossed paths and we're, uh, we get to yeah. continue the conversation. So thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks for having us, Howard. My pleasure. And, uh, and, you know, Monticello, Iowa, very interesting. We'll have to figure out another way to get an, uh, an outdoor adventure series out of you, but we'll, we got time. We got time. Uh, yeah. So thanks again. Uh, enjoy your summer and look again. Once congratulations on Little Miss History Travels to the Iowa and, uh, can, you know, be healthy and can have those fantastic adventures together. Yeah. Wishing you the same. Yeah. You take care of yourself. All right. Okay, folks, we have just been chatting with Barbara Ann Mojica. She is the inspiration, uh, the creative written part of the Little Miss History book series. Her husband, Victor Mojica, provides the wonderful uh, illustrations. And today we've just been chatting about Little Miss History travels to Tombstone, Arizona uh, for our outdoor adventure series. So if you haven't figured it out already you need to go visit tombstone if you're going to plan a trip out west sounds like a fascinating place so i'm going to have to let my tucson friends know i'm going to be coming for a visit and uh, i'm going to do a couple day trips uh, on the way but you know do check out the little miss history book series and of course i'm remiss you can find uh Barbara Ann's uh, books and Little Miss History book series uh, on her uh, website. We're all about her and her work, uh, littlemisshistory.com. Uh, they're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn. They've got a YouTube video. And of course, Victor has his website as well. We'll put uh, the backlinks to it so you can see more about uh, his work and his very talented graphics and just the, really, it's kind of, what I love is there's a husband and wife. They're just working together 
we didn't get any into anything about the uh, disagreements, but that's, you know, we don't want, this is all, keep this all family friendly. So, uh, but folks, if you love this episode, you enjoyed it, uh, do check us out on successinsightpodcast.com. Uh, you can find us on LinkedIn and Facebook, our Success Insight Podcast pages. We're on all of the podcasting platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pandora, iHeartRadio, especially Spotify, where we actually have our playlists located. So you can find all of our episodes with Barbara on Spotify, but specifically on the Outdoor Adventure Playlist. And we'll have links back to that as well. And you can find us as well on YouTube. Okay, folks, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, go out there, have a phenomenal day. And we will see you on another episode of Success Inside Podcast and the Outdoor Adventure Series. Take care now. Success Insight is a production of Fox Coaching and First Story Strategies. Find us online, successinsightpodcast.com.